This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Amy Held. Top officials from Mexico and the U.S. who met in Mexico City to discuss the migrant crisis agreed to reopen two border railway crossings. That's according to the Mexican president. The closures were meant to slow migration, but industry groups say they cost millions in trade each day. The White House says both sides reaffirmed their commitment to address the root causes of migration, including poverty, violence and inequality in Cuba, Venezuela and elsewhere. Another meeting is set for next month in Washington. Congress means Times plans to take up thorny border enforcement negotiations that have gotten tied up with aid to Ukraine and Israel. The October 7th Hamas attack and the war in Gaza have halted the Israeli government's attempt to overhaul their judiciary in what many saw as an attempt to break Israeli democracy. But as NPR's Frank Langfitt reports from Jerusalem, some worry the threat could return. Judicial reform, a dry-sounding package of legislation, convulsed the country earlier this year, bringing hundreds of thousands of protesters into the streets. One of the architects of the legislation insists it is dead and, with the country at war, says it's time for unity. But critics say the government is working on at least several dozen other bills to undermine the democratic system, and they won't exhale until their new elections. In the meantime, the Supreme Court is preparing to weigh in on a law that would limit its ability to rule on government decisions, which critics call another crucial attempt to undermine the balance of power in Israel's democracy. Frank Langford, NPR News, Jerusalem. Today marks five years since Paul Whelan, a former Marine, was detained in Russia, then tried and imprisoned on what he and the USA are false charges of espionage. David Whelan tells NPR his twin is suffering in a Russian penal colony. Being assaulted at the end of November and he is uh, being shaken down right now for protection money in the prison. All of this contributes to his feeling, I think, of really having to fight all the battles by himself. The State Department says it is working to get Paul Whelan home. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission has filed a lawsuit against Grand Canyon University in one of the latest cases on the deceptive branding of colleges. NPR's Janet Ujung Lee reports. The FTC announced Wednesday that it's filed a complaint against Grand Canyon University. That's for misrepresenting the school as a nonprofit through deceptive advertising and illegal telemarketing. The complaint also accuses the school for providing misinformation on the cost and course requirement of its doctoral programs. According to the Ed Department, less than 2% of the program's graduates have finished their degree within the advertised cost, and just under 80% of students had to take five or more courses than planned. Janet Ujang Lee, NPR News. From Washington, this is NPR News. A federal judge in Georgia has upheld a revised GOP-drawn congressional map that alters a Democratic district, rejecting arguments that the map dilutes the voting power of black residents near Atlanta and likely preserving all nine Georgia Republican seats in Congress. Democrats would need to capture a net of five Republican seats nationally to win back a majority. Washington, D.C.'s crime lab will be able to resume biological and chemical forensic analysis of evidence. The lab has regained partial accreditation that it was stripped of by a national board, NPR's Kristen Wright reports. 
The D.C. Crime Lab has won back accreditations to analyze DNA and drugs that have been seized. The lab tests evidence collected from crime scenes and linked to criminal cases. Local investigators and the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia use the lab in criminal prosecutions. Problems date back years. In 2020, a review found mistakes and botched murder cases alongside other issues. The next year, the National Board took away the lab's forensics accreditations, forcing it to outsource analysis. The U.S attorney's office admitted to not pursuing certain prosecutions because of the troubled crime lab. It remains stripped of its firearms accreditation amid a backlog of cases and high crime in the nation's capital. Kristen Wright, NPR News, Washington. A U.S. toy maker is permitted to proceed with a lawsuit against a Chinese e-commerce giant. Kelly Toys Holdings makes squishmallows, the popular stuffed animals, and alleges that Alibaba is selling counterfeits. A judge in New York has ruled that Alibaba must face the lawsuit. This is NPR News.